Welcome to Eastern Wellness with Dr. Sufe Kaim. Eastern Wellness with Dr. Kaim is a weekly podcast meant for anyone looking for ways to improve the quality of their life, regardless of their current health status. Eastern Wellness with Dr. Kaim covers a variety of different health and wellness topics like nutrition, sleep, exercise, toxins, emotional health, and so much more. Dr. Kaim interviews health experts about tips, techniques, and trends in wellness, as well as regular people who have their own wellness pearls to share. For more health and wellness tips and resources, visit Dr. Sufe Kaim's YouTube channel, and that's Dr. Sufe Kaim, S-H-U-F-E-I-K-I-M-E. Thanks for listening. On today's episode, I sit down talking with Paige Kelly and Paige Kelly, I met her like two years ago, but we have been uh, meeting on weekly webinar for a while, maybe more than three years. And so Paige, I want you to tell us about yourself and what you do and area of your expertise. Well, I am a... I have a master's in clinical nutrition, and I went to school after I uh, 25 years of massage therapy, and I just love it. Uh, it was an extension of what I already did, and my area of expertise is really the heart sound recorder because it's something that uh, a few years ago saved my life uh, because someone used it on me and found out my nutritional deficiencies, even though I was really taking care of my body, eating well, moving well, living well, um, I still was deficient. So that's really my area. And then the secondary piece of that is digestive wellness in my practice. So tell me what's Heart Sound Recorder. The Heart Sound Recorder uh, is a device that actually um, listens to the movement of each valve of the heart. And it, through the lens of the heart, we can see the nutritional uh, wellness of the whole body. Okay. So uh, tell, so what are your three top, three top, wellness tips? Well, the first one I say is most people are dehydrated all the time. So uh, first thing I say is water. I usually suggest uh, looking at half your body weight uh, in ounces of water per day. And uh, you want to look at your urine and see if it looks like light colored lemonade, not a dark yellow, but a really, really light yellow. If it's clear, then you're overhydrated but if it's really light you're kind of perfect perfectly hydrated the second one i say is remove any excess sugar not really necessarily fruit for people because they need uh, fresh fruit with their vegetables but mostly like sugar in your coffee or extra sugar that you're, you see on maybe some chips that you're eating or some packaged products that you don't know have a lot of sugar in them like your ketchup or your mayonnaise um, and the third thing is I tell all my clients to relax that it's just food. You know, there's always an event to go to. There's always a celebration. There's going to always be a piece of cake somewhere. And it doesn't mean that you can't have something like that to enjoy your life, but it's just something that we want to use for celebratory moments and not eat the cake every day. 
So uh, tell me more about like why we want to remove sugar from the diet. Well, many of my clients come in because they've been everywhere else and they've tried everything and they still don't feel well, but they don't know why because they've been told they're well or they're okay. Their blood work looks fine. Um, their health history looks fine. Their doctor's telling them they're fine. Um, and the sugar is a big problem because it's put in food to replace some of the fat in sugar-free foods. And so we don't really realize how much we're taking in. And many, many of my clients come in really inflamed. Um, so chronic inflammation is a big uh, deal there. And because I do the heart sum recorder, I talk to my clients about how the inflammation can affect your heart, how it can affect the rest of the body, and how it can affect, you know, cholesterol levels, blood pressure, things of that nature. Awesome. And uh, what's... What is your favorite success story? Well, I really have two of my favorites. I had this woman come in that had been sick for her entire life from birth to now, and she's 54. And she'd been everywhere. She'd been tested, and she felt terrible. She had a thyroid issue. Um, she had, she was overweight, but she wasn't, you know, morbidly obese or anything she just had that extra weight after 50 and she came in with so many issues i didn't even know where to start so what i did was focus on her gut and i focused on her immune system and she came in four weeks later and said she'd felt better than she'd ever felt in her 50 years so we've been working together for about three years and she continues to get better um she's on board she's very compliant and she continues to heal because of the compliance and because she um listens to what i say and, and we have conversations about that as well of how she can continue that health and wellness um, my second one was a really big surprise it was a male and he came in and he was doing all the right stuff he was eating all the right foods um, and he exercised, he had a stressful job, but he, he ate really well. He drank enough water. He felt pretty good. Um, and he presented years ago with Lyme disease, which they treated him for, and he didn't present with it anymore. And so I, I decided if he, and he couldn't lose weight, he really wanted to lose weight. So I thought, okay, my first tip for people that want to lose weight is you have to get well before you can lose weight because the body doesn't want to get rid of any ex extra weight. It's the last thing it thinks about unless there's something severely wrong. And so I said, let's focus on what we know. And so I focused on his digestive health. He had a few issues with that and a few issues with his immune system, meaning he didn't say anything, but there was kind of this underlying current of unwell. He lost 14 pounds in a month four weeks of work and he lost 14 pounds without changing any of his diet, without changing his sleep patterns, without changing his job. That's the only thing we focused on. He was on three products and in four weeks he lost 14 pounds. Wow. So tell me a little bit. So tell me a little bit about like what you mean like you want to lose weight, you need to get well before you can lose weight. What's that mean? 
Well, you know, our liver is a big um, piece of the story and most people come in and when I, I do an online system survey. And so when I do the survey, the first thing that pops up for most people, and I mean 99.9% .9 of the people is their liver gallbladder. And many, many people have their gallbladder removed because they don't eat really good fats. They haven't been taking care of themselves. And the liver has to process everything that goes through the body. And so if the liver's not ready to process everything we're getting rid of when we lose weight, it's going to just back things up and put it right back in the body, retoxify the body. And so we store toxic material in our fat cells. And if the body has to get rid of the toxins, but the body is already overburdened with maybe an immune piece, or maybe you're not eating well, or maybe you have a digestive problem, or maybe you have a hypothyroid, or maybe you have a hyperthyroid, or any other kind of imbalance that the liver's not really, it's trying to do its job and help you with cholesterol and help you with your vitamin content in your body and help you with just general living elimination. A lot of people are constipated. So I feel like we have to prep the client and get them ready that way and get their accessory organs ready to be able to eliminate when we start to move toward more wellness. And once we st start to move toward more wellness, the body says, okay, now you can let this go because I can handle it. Wow, that's very interesting. Uh, what's the best health and wellness advice you've ever given? I think for me, it was just kind of take it simply, don't overcomplicate it, you know, keep things really simple um, and things will happen. Just don't do too many things at one time. Like, for example, you don't need 20 supplements and, you know, this extreme diet all at the same time. You know, it's just not needed for the body. We have to feed the body like we feed a plant. If we overwater a plant, the roots will rot. If we overdo it for our body and push our body and it's not ready, we can overdo it and, and our body will respond in kind. It will say, yeah, I don't think so. You'll either get constipated or nauseated or you won't have success at what you're trying to do, whether it be supporting the immune system, supporting the digestive system, elimination, helping the thyroid. You know, we, we want to feed the body so, so it, um, we're not pushing it, but we're feeding it so it can respond in kind. And so I think that was some of the best advice I've ever been given is to keep it really simple. Awesome. So why digestion is so important? Well, you know, if for some reason I've seen a lot of digestive pieces where they're not eliminating, they're not eliminating on a daily basis. And if we don't, if we aren't able to do that in our bodies, it means there's something maybe imbalanced upstream, maybe above the tummy, maybe uh, it's our endocrine system. And if our digestive system isn't working properly, we can't take the nutrients back to the body that need to be taken in um, because there's an imbalance of digestion. Say you have a stomach problem. Um, you know, that is the very beginning of digesting the food. And if it's off, 
say the hydrochloric acid is off, whether you have GERD or whether you're too alkaline where you're not eliminating at all, um, we're not absorbing our nutrients. We can take a lot, but if the digestive system isn't balanced, we won't absorb what we need. And then we retoxify the body by giving it too many things, taking too many supplements, taking too many, you know, too many good things even can toxify the body when we're not working optimally and eliminating the toxic material out of the body. So how many supplements do you usually recommend your clients? I try to stick with no more than five. Um, the challenge is people come into me so sick. I have to be, I want them to move one step forward. I don't want to give them this huge protocol that is not sustainable. So I really try to stay with, I'd love to stay with three, but people come into me so sick that are so deficient, I should say, that they usually need four to five supplements. Um, and then we feed that and then we start to work on one step forward with the diet each time they come in. Okay. So what is the most common challenge to health and wellness you are seeing in your practice right now? There's a couple. One of them is that most people want a quick fix. And when they come to me, they want one supplement to fix their body and lose weight. And a lot of people want to lose weight, but many people don't want to do the work. It took them time to put the weight on. They want to take it off in two weeks. And the biggest, uh, uh, challenge I see is that people want to do this detox and purify and um, they don't realize that prepping in their kitchen using the foods fresh foods and whole foods is really healing for the body it's not something we're taught via television that using foods to heal the body we're only taught that there's a prescription drug for something or that there's a quick purification you can do and lose 30 pounds in a month. You know, there's a quick sell for $29.99. There's no long-term solution given to people. And I try to uh, teach that to people that the long-term solution is a lifestyle, not a diet. I don't use the word diet in my office. I don't use the word detox. I use the words like purification, and lifestyle. And uh, that's why it's always usually one step forward for me changing even in the supplements, I don't change their routine for about eight weeks to let them kind of um, uh, simmer down and kind of nourish their body for a little while. And then we'll make a change to the supplement, I'll have a plan going forward, depending on what they have that's weak. But that's what I find the most is that people want a quick fix. Even through COVID, my clients that have had COVID are ready to do purification right after they heal. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. Your body is not healthy enough to do a purification uh, protocol after that. So I think it's people being in a hurry to, to heal. So do you see different between uh, this time and compared to the one pre-COVID time, I mean, is the challenge, I mean, is, do you see any challenge different? Well, the challenge with COVID is that there's a lot of stressed moms, a lot of really stressed moms that come in that were not on medication for mental wellness, and now they're medicated. 
And so um, I'm seeing a lot of that, like a lot of moms. They're overwhelmed. The working moms, they're overwhelmed. They work full time. They stay home with the kids all day. They're trying to run the house and they don't get a break ever. There's no break. And so, you know, I try to feed them so they feel better and they're sleeping better. And that's the biggest challenge I see with COVID is because people are afraid. They're afraid. And then I also try to remind them about their immune system, that they have an immune system, that we need to feed it. And that's the other reason to use whole foods and whole food nutrition to really support uh, well-being. Um, regardless of the choice they make with vaccine, no vaccine, whatever it is, feed your system what it needs to help you support um, immune responses. And when you're stressed, your immune system is depressed, depressed as well. So I try to teach them how to go about that using things like echinacea and whole food support, like immune support. There's some immune supplements that I use as well. So tell, tell me about the immune system, why it's so important for everybody. Well, if, you're immune, if your body is stressed, your immune system cannot respond. And, and let me just go back to the sugar piece. When you eat lots of sugar, we're only supposed to really be eating six to seven tablespoons of sugar per day, period. Um, and people are eating 30, 40 tablespoons, you know. And when we eat sugar, it depresses the immune system because it displaces vitamin C. That's even if you're getting enough vitamin C. So it competes cellularly to get in the cell of the body. So if sugar is replacing vitamin C, we can't even utilize it as well as we could if we took the burden off uh, of the sugar. So the sugar creates inflammation. Inflammation asks for an immune response. And if we're already overwhelmed with that immune response from lots of sugar and lots of processed foods, where are we going to get that response from when we get when we get sick? So that's basically what I teach my clients uh, to just decrease the sugar. Think about what you're eating so your immune system can really support you when you need it, when it can it can come to the forefront when you have uh, exposure to anything, virus, bacteria, anything like that. Okay, yeah, that's really interesting. My next question is, who is a health and wellness innovator you admire and respect? Well, my favorite innovator, <laughs> and I giggle, but um, yeah. my favorite person in the health and wellness field uh, really is Dr. Lowell Keppel. And he, he's a really special teacher in my life. Um, and he just teaches us to keep it simple. Um, don't make it complex. You know, don't uh, start reaching out for things that may not be there. Just look for the bottom line and start there. You know, if it looks like digestion, it is digestion, you know. Um, so he's really changed my practice. He's helped me change my practice in ways where I'm more excited than I ever was uh, because of the information that I learned from him. And uh, keeping it simple has made it uh, more fun and more challenging as well, because trying to keep it simple when somebody's really, really sick, uh, we get lost in the weeds. And he's taught me to kind of mow the grass, if you will, and kind of get out of the weeds and look, 
and see what's really happening underneath. Um, so he's been a really uh, blessing for me in my practice. So tell me about more like what's the philosophy of uh, keep it simple? Keep it simple. Um, well, for example, if I have a client that comes in that has, has checked off every box, you know, every single box, don't know where to start from arthritis to yeast, chronic yeast infections to headaches to on thyroid medication. And then if they're on, you know, a lot of people come in on 10, 12, 15 medications, prescription medications. And because that's not really in my wheelhouse, I work around that. Um, and keeping it simple to me is just working around what they, their least common denominator. So all of those things involved, I would first start with something like if somebody came in with headaches, um, you know, yeast infection, um, immune, they usually present with some sort of immune piece. I would go straight for digestion and the yeast piece, because if that's not cleared out, and your digestive system isn't balanced, the pH, you can't kill off anything else. You can't support immunity if you aren't absorbing again. And if you have chronic yeast infections anywhere in the body, um, uh, you're going to have an immune burden there. And so that's what I like to do first. So that's an example of how I would keep it simple. I would just go after digestion and uh, the chronic piece that they're having and clear that up. Now they may have some um, symptoms that they really want to disappear. Um, and I may support them in that way as well. But I really to try to keep it to four or five products. Uh, I like to do that, keep it to four or five and maybe do some immune support and, and address their main symptom to help them right away. And then work on the chronic underlying symptoms over time. So since I want to ask you, so how many nutrition products are you taking for you personal oh. a day? How many am I taking a day? Yes. I take a lot. <laughs> um, I probably take, I probably take 10 products, 10 different products a day. So, mm-hmm but I'm working on something very specific yes. and which needs, and that's the simple version. Uh, I'm unlayering right now myself. So um, I'm on a lot of immune support. So, you know, probably one, two, maybe four, almost three or four of those, actually four or five of those are just straight immune, you know, I want you to share with everybody your like HSR Hassan recorded the story. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. So I think it was three or four years ago. Um, I had an infected tooth and um, had it pulled because it was so infected. And after I had that done, uh, I started having PVCs, preventricular contractions. So an irregular heartbeat, basically. 
And my acupuncturist found it, my naturopath slash acupuncturist found it. And she kept getting concerned because nothing was changing and she was working with me and I didn't seem to be getting better. And I had a really rough time after the tooth came out. But I also backtrack, highly recommend doing antibiotics if you have to have a tooth pulled because I chose not to and that was not a good solution uh, because that infection could have really gone to my heart and it may have, I don't know, I was never diagnosed for that. Um, so she sent me to a cardiologist who ran all the basic tests, you know, did the EKG and, and did the uh, everything, all the tests. And he said, look, you have PVCs but you, everybody lives with them, no big deal, unless they get in the way of living your life, then we don't have to do anything. If they continue to get worse and get in the way of your life, then we can do uh, heart ablation, which they go in and carterize or kill off some of the heart muscle and or do a pacemaker. Um, and at the time I was 49 or 50. And I did not want to do either one. So he said I was okay. So I said, okay, I'm okay. I kept living my life. I was a mountain biker. I swam two to three times a week. I lifted weights. I hiked. And I always had um, some issues with my leg swelling and not having quite enough energy. My breathing would come and go, get better, get worse. It just depended on the day. And as well as I took care of myself, as well as I ate and lived, um, there was just something that just wasn't quite right. So I went to Colorado to a seminar and they happened to have this and I popped my head in and said, hey, I'd love to get a, a test to see, you know, what's going on. I was diagnosed for, with PBCs and she took me in and um Joe, who is now my teacher, ran the graph or saw the graph and he he said, look, you really are deficient in vitamin B. And among other things, I had some gut things, some digestive pieces. And he said, you're really deficient in vitamin B. So I want you to do this, this and this overnight and come back in eight hours and get retested because my graph was really bad. Um, I had what you know, a really, just a really bad graph. You could just tell that it was really B vitamins were severely deficient. And I came back the next day and my graph looked stunningly different. And so it took me about eight months to really feed myself properly enough B vitamins to get to where I could actually go a day if I missed a dose of the Bs, but it, I couldn't miss a dose for eight, almost nine months without feeling it. So it changed my life and it really changed my practice. And since then, I've changed a lot of people's lives, um, not kind of egocentrically tooting my horn, but people have been sent to me because they're either going to have surgery or they have, um, they're just concerned and they've been told they're okay. And so I run a graph and usually it's a B vitamin or it could be also, it could be something underlying because I take a full health history. <clears throat> it could be a digestive problem that's creating an imbalance in the nutrition that they're not absorbing. So it could be a multi-layered effect of why they are having what they're having. Okay. Yeah. Let's really, oh my gosh, the journey, your journey, right? Yeah. So, are there any new health and wellness trends you want to try? 
Not really. I'm kind of, um, in my practice, I teach people more about not following a trend, not jumping at the new shiny thing that people are pushing, um, but to keep it very simple. Just go back to basics of vegetables, a little bit of protein, a little bit of fat, some nice, you know, uh, fruits, and just keep it really simple. There is no fancy solution. There never has been and there never will be. We need to keep it really simple for one another and just eat really good food. You know, that's it. That's just, I don't really go into a wellness trend or a health trend or a diet trend. Um, it's, you know, it's a big business, the diet industry, and it's never worked for anybody. Um, and what I see work for people in my practice are those that actually will eat well. The ones that have the hardest time don't choose to change their diet or their dietary lifestyle habits. They just don't ever change what they wanted to come in and change because they're not willing to do it. So how do you like to teach the teenager who doesn't like eat the green leafy or vegetable? Like to have the vegetable? Well, I teach them, they usually don't want to take a supplement. So I will teach them about like a green smoothie, or I'll say, do you like eggs? Let's put some greens in your eggs. Um, you know, what green vegetable do you like? You know, I'll go, I'll start simply like one thing. What is the one thing that you like? Um, I have a client right now who doesn't really like vegetables. So this client is now eating carrots and onions and it, I'll get them to eat whatever they'll eat. If they just like celery and carrots, I want them to eat it every day. And I start again, really simply. I don't want to introduce something to them that they really don't want to eat or they really hate. Um, it's definitely tricky. Um, but if I can just do one thing, get them to do one thing a day that's different or try something new, uh, they usually do, actually. They usually do. Yeah, because for a lot of mom, like a lot of teenagers really doesn't like green leafy and vegetable just because our fast food diet in industry. And so it's kind of a lot of challenge for the mom as well, too. Well, I do say something like, do you like a burger? And they'll say, yeah, I love a hamburger. And I'm like, well, the next time you have a burger, put a vegetable on it. Whatever vegetable you'll eat, put it on the burger. Do you like pizza? Oh, I love pizza. What vegetables do you like on pizza? I don't like any. Well, how about what vegetables do you like? And then I will kind of tout them to put it on the pizza or on the hamburger or on the sandwich, you know. Um, so that's kind of how I introduce that. I don't work with a lot of teenagers or a lot of kids. Um, I think that's a real specialty uh, piece of nutrition. So, yeah, definitely. So how can listener connect with you? I am at functionalnutritionvt.com. So Vermont, the state Vermont in VT. So functionalnutritionvt.com and it's page, P-A-I-G-E at functionalnutrition.com. Awesome. And I'm also on Instagram at um, at funnutvt. Cool. And so, based on our discussion today, I want to issue a twenty-four 
our challenge for the everyone live we can do hydrate to like hydrate to have have your body weight of the water that means like if you are a hundred pounds you have to drink 50 ounces of water and tell us how we are going to check the urine you check the urine by you don't want it really dark yellow you want it really light yellow like really light lemonade if it's clear it's your 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 too, it's too much water, but you want to be really light lemonade. And then the really a really great tip that I tell my clients is get two bottles or three, depending on how many ounces you have to drink. But they come, they're like a Nalgene bottle. It's called. You can get it at like the sporting goods store. You can use a mason jar, and the mason jars are either 24 or 32 ounces. So you'll have to do the math. But I usually get my clients to fill enough up to make up their body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you're gonna drink 50 ounces of water. And so I'll get them to fill two 24 ounce or two 32 ounce jars and drink one in the morning and one in the afternoon and make sure then you know how much, you can see how much you've had in the morning and how much you've had in the afternoon. So if the urine is really dark, that means you are very dehydrated. Dehydrated already, you're over the limit. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time and expertise to share your story with us, Paige. Thank you, Dr. Khan. It was great. My pleasure. Okay, cool.